Welcome to Humans of Fintech. Uh, I'm delighted to present Regina Lau. Um, she is uh, one of the main organizers of the European Women's Payment Network, um, as well as being the chief strategist at a private equity-backed payments firm. Yes. Um, I, I forget the name of the company that you work for at the moment. It's called Retail Merchant Service. Retail Merchant Service. Lovely. Thank you so much for joining us Thank today. Thank you for having um, me. I'm very excited to talk about um, EWPN, but yes. also your background and learn uh, a bit more about your views on the industry. Uh, Regina is a very passionate person um, for equality and inclusion within the industry. So thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. Um, Perhaps we should start off with talking about EWPN. Yes, absolutely. So EWPN is European Women's Payments Network. Yeah. And it's part of a bigger organization called um, GWPN, Global Women Payments Network. Right. Yeah. Um, and the goal of that is to really get women together, get people together to ensure that there is knowledge about all the great things that people are doing in the payments and fintech industry, and also to get people to get to know one another, meet and network and share all the contributions and achievements that um, we've made together. Um, it's also helpful because sometimes not all women are always easily visible. Mm -hmm. And this is another way to introduce people um, in, in fr frankly, not a very formal way yeah. uh, to get to know one another and see that there actually are a lot of very smart, very capable women who have done great things to move the industry forward. And anything that I've done uh, that's anything to do with EWPN has always left me feeling really inspired yeah. by the people I've spoken to. And I'm really looking forward to attending the conference. Maybe you should tell us a bit more about the conference. Yes, absolutely. So this is our third one. Mm -hmm. So EWPN was formed in 2015. And this will be our third conference. It's uh, normally held in Amsterdam every year. Mm -hmm. It will be June 4 and June 5. We're very excited uh, this year, both MasterCard and uh, Money 2020, as well as a number of other great sponsors, will be backing us. And we're extremely excited to have them there. So we'll actually be uh, close to uh, the the Money 2020 area as well and around the same time so that there will be a huge focus on uh, payments as, as well throughout the, the city and Amsterdam just transforms into a wonderful place to, to be. Um, over those t um, two, one and a half days, yeah. we will have a combination of recognition of all the different achievements mm -hmm. that women and men have made um, in uh, fintech and in payments, as well as pushing forward to um, improve and increase uh, inclusion and diversity and different perspectives and ways of thinking. But we'll also have some really great topics focused mm -hmm. on all the different areas that are changing. So there, there will be lots of learning sessions mm -hmm. as well. I looked at the agenda and it seems really focused on learning and actually yeah. what everyone can do and yeah. that everyone can play a part of moving things forward rather than just talking about it. Yeah. Was that one of the, the goals when EWPN was set up? Yes, absolutely. So not only do we have mentorship programs and leadership programs mm -hmm. to help people grow, and we even have a focus on some of the younger folks in the industry to make sure there's always someone continuing to push forward all the goals, um, but we also have lots of networking events throughout Europe, many country ambassadors to lead events locally, 
and meetups, as well as the big conference here. So covering everything from trends in the industry, um, how the industries are merging as well, right? As well as um, everything, what's going on in regulatory, mm -hmm. right? How that will actually shape the forces um, and perhaps create opportunities, not only just rules and, and standards. Mm -hmm. I think that's so important, that, that sharing of knowledge across each of the different areas. Right. Because I, I think um, across the whole of the industry, there are there's, there's different challenges. Yes. Um, but at the same time, the solution to those challenges can help each of the different areas that we're, that we're in and that we're facing. Absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely. I think um, the financial services in industry in general is one of the oldest industries in the world. Mm -hmm. um, it's also a very critical industry because it's about money, <laughs> yeah. right? And money is so important to everyone for many reasons, not just to companies because they need to, to grow, mm -hmm. right? So what happens is that uh, as you start to merge and bring more and more technology in to financial services to make things faster, to make things hopefully a little bit you know, uh, less expensive, mm. uh, but also to make things more transparent, right? You naturally have forces where people are trying to make sure that when things do happen, they happen the right way. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants all their solutions to be better faster, cheaper. Technology is a key driver of that, but at the same time, too, if you don't do it well, you can get things wrong. Imagine mm -hmm. if you were sending money to your family or to pay someone, you intended to send them a thousand pounds, only 900 showed up, or it took you three months yeah, yeah. to arrive. How critical, uh, and sometimes how difficult that is for the other party, mm -hmm. right? And that's what FinTech will be helping to help shape. So. And, and right now, there's so much positivity in the press about technology in yes. Europe and financial services technology in yes. the FinTech startup community. It's, it's yeah. great to finally see some positives yeah. um, coming out, and it's great that it's within our industry. And I, I think it's just such a perfect time for your conference and for people. Yeah. I think people will arrive there being excited, wanting to learn, and wanting to share their yeah. their experiences. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think what makes the um, EWPN conference and just EWPN in general really special is that it's an organization not only focused on women. It's focused on diversity and inclusion, and we are not only asking women to join. In fact, we want people of all backgrounds to join, and. That's where we're hoping that as EWPN continues pushing forward and working on all the goals and making sure everybody knows what we're heading towards, that other people will be part of mm -hmm. this progress. Yeah, and I absolutely love and support that philosophy. Yeah. So I hope people watching or listening to this yeah. will, will sign up so they can be part of it too. Yeah. So moving on, um, it would be great if uh, the audience could hear a bit more about your background, who you are, and, and what's made you so passionate about inclusion within the industry. Yeah, yeah. So I've been um, in financial services and in the payments industry for about 20 years. Mm -hmm. And um, it's in, well, anything that has to do sometimes significantly with some of the STEM industries, mm -hmm. right? Usually you don't see as many women in them. Certainly we are seeing many more. Mm -hmm. uh, more critically, when there actually is a lot of women, you just don't realize that they're there, 
because they're not as visible. So visibility is, is a key piece of EWPN's goals as well, trying to bring up the fact that there are women and there are a lot of great achievements. Mm -hmm. Let's make sure we recognize them. And I just thought it would be a great place to join organization that is so solely focused on, on, on that. Um, when I started working many years ago, I started in the US mm -hmm. and there were very few women. Yeah. Um, and, and leadership roles tended to not to be quite as diverse. Mm -hmm. And I don't just mean men. Um, so it's, it, diversity is not just gender or, or ethnicity. It's also about diverse perspectives, Absolutely. right? And um, here we want to make sure we're celebrating all of those things. Mm -hmm. So as I worked through, I, I just found myself um, in workplaces that were oftentimes 90, 95% men or just not as diverse in thinking. There was a very um, one or two simple mm -hmm. ways to think about things. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought it would be important not only just to broaden the way how we do things, but um, with globalization pushing also and being helped by um, effectively technology, mm -hmm. right? So you can reach many areas. You do need to think about many different perspectives, right? Because globalization actually pushes us there. Because if you aren't able to merge all of those perspectives, you just won't be as successful as a company mm -hmm. or perhaps Absolutely. even as an individual. Yeah. Right? So you have all these forces working together. So I spent um, a few years in uh, consulting, mm -hmm. focused mainly on financial services, and it was HR consulting that I did. Then I moved into um, investment banking and um, type work. And certainly that was um, quite still uh, male-dominated. Yeah, yeah. This was in, in, <laughs> in the U.S. and I was in Boston for some years yeah. there at a great company. Um, and then I moved on to American Express, okay. which was the first company I worked for where there were so many women visible in leadership roles all throughout the whole entire organization and also um, a celebration of all the different things that people were, were doing. Mm -hmm. So diversity and inclusion was a big part of the company and really flowed throughout. That said, too, they, you know, it was still quite a male-dominated um, industry in general. So as you broaden beyond American Express and you look out, um, you realize that there are some companies that still need to continue to work on that. And I know Amex always continues to work on diversity. I moved shortly after into a private equity type-like work, um, working with a private equity firm on a payments company that was based here in Europe. Mm -hmm. Again, the, the, the mix of people did change, um, but that brought me to Europe, um, and I was first in Amsterdam, mm -hmm. and I spent a lot of time there um, with a company um, called Global Collect. It was private equity backed and met some great people. Um, the company was eventually acquired by Ingenico, also mm -hmm. a really standout company, heavily focused again on trying to make sure there is diversity inclusion as much as possible. Um, there, I think when I was there, there were about 80 different nationalities. Oh, wow. Yes, and we tried really yes. hard to celebrate <laughs> it, yeah. And my own team of, um, uh, of, of people, we, were, we had very few locals. 
even though I was in Amsterdam, there were actually very few Dutch people on my team because we were trying to make sure we hired the best people. Mm -hmm. So we considered the whole world our playground of finding talent. Mm -hmm. And as long as they were talented and we could work together as a team, it didn't matter where you were, came from and what your background um, was, it was just to make sure yeah, that we delivered on the goals. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's one of the key things uh, when I think about diversity and inclusion. That's what me, makes me so excited about EWPN. It was um, started in, um, in Holland, mm -hmm. um, and in, in fact, the headquarters is still there um, by a couple of folks, um, ladies that I know. Mm -hmm. And um, there are three founding members. Mm -hmm. Uh, and they're very dedicated to making sure that we just uplift everybody, we yep. celebrate all the achievements, mm -hmm. but at the same time to spread the message that you can be extremely successful and look, there are great people, yeah. women and men, doing things mm -hmm. to push the goals forward. Yeah. So. Well, I love that. I love a lot of what you said there about visibility, um, about the world being your playground. Um, yeah, some really, really great things in there. What would you say um, still needs to be done? We still do need to continue to focus on making sure that people who are doing good things are visible yeah. and that there is an awareness of that. Um, there, we do also need to try really hard to make sure at every step of the way that there is um, a consideration for different perspectives. Mm -hmm. um, again, and this is um, something I believe strongly in, diversity is not only about gender and ethnicity. It really is about all the different um, backgrounds and perspectives. That well-rounded, balanced way of thinking and of course including all the different ways that people not only think but also the way how they do things, um, that's what makes things better mm -hmm. at the end of the day. We all have goals, but sometimes exactly how you get there doesn't have to be exactly one way. Mm -hmm. You can still reach the goals um, through numerous ways, and diversity is also about that. So right now, it's the definition of diversity can sometimes still be a bit narrow. It'd be great to, to broaden mm -hmm. that. Um, and then when we can do that, then hopefully it's not only about looking to add a woman into a senior role or something. Um, there are lots of countries who try really hard um, by making um, mandates and minimums and requirements. Mm. And I know the um, goal is coming from a very good place. Um, and it's definitely a, a very impressive start. But we can also do more than that. The more it becomes natural and normal, then you don't actually need to celebrate when there's a woman in a senior role. And as you and I know, we've had some conversations about yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to only just say, oh, great, there's a woman in a senior role. Let's celebrate. It's great. There's a great person. Person in that role. Yeah. Let's celebrate if it's something worth celebrating. Yes, yeah. I, I completely agree. Um, I spoke on an International Women's Day, and I did a, a video which I posted out um, saying one day there won't be an International Women's Day. Yeah. It'll be inclusion day every day, yeah. and we won't have to. It's great to celebrate things, of course, but um, you know, I, there, there's still a way that we there's still a long way for us to go. Yeah. Um, so, where do you think that the biggest opportunities are um, in the marketplace right now with regards to inclusion and what, what we can all do to bring forward? I would love to 
see um, organizations um, really make it part of their goals to to um, to increase diversity um, and increase it, uh, bring in different ways of doing things. Um, that sort of openness should um, be coming um, throughout the organization, not yeah. just at the most senior levels or at the, the more working levels, but mm -hmm. we should see it through the whole entire organization. I would love to see organizations stand up and say, we belong, we believe in X, Y, and Z items, and we are actually actively going to do certain things. Mm -hmm. And here are examples of yeah. what it is. It can be as simple as um, a board meeting or just a, a, a just a meeting where you talk mm -hmm. about it, but then at the same time have activities that showcase it, and you mm -hmm. see diversity in the, the the board meeting or the panelists. Yeah. Right, and again, not just only men and women, yeah. right, but um, different backgrounds as well. I would love to see that kind of champion. Mm -hmm. um, it does mean that we also need to start earlier so that um, younger people uh, believe in it and it's part of their life. So it's actually natural and inherent in mm -hmm. the way how people think. And we're already headed in that way. Every generation um, opens themselves even more. Right, yeah. but let's keep that going. And mm -hmm. so the um, knowledge and still to fact that today we don't have as many young women in the STEM industries, mm -hmm. let's make sure we, 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 mm -hmm. we get them in there, right? And also at the same time too, let's make sure we get diversity in there beyond just gender. How yeah, are we thinking absolutely. about it and be open yeah. to that? Yeah. And I think you'll be really happy to hear that there's a number of companies that are partnering with those with those um, with those types of organisations that support the next generation yes. of, of coders in particular, yeah. uh, there's loads of them. Tech for Girls, Ge the Geekettes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But as you said, you know, it's not just um, uh, male or female diversity. It's much wider than that. Yeah. But I must say, there's lots of companies out there right now that um, are supporting organisations and are um, are writing people policies. Yeah. Rather than DNI policies, that's right. Which and their people policies is 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 the employee handbook. Yeah. So it's normalised what DNI is, which I yeah. think is great. Rather than saying, oh, diversity and inclusion, that's an add-on. Yeah, that's a secondary, secondary point. Yeah. Um. So it, it, it's, it's it's very exciting that yeah. things are moving forward. Yeah. But um. I think it's it's great what you do at EWPN. Thank you so much for inviting me to the conference. Thank I'm you looking for forward to it. <laughs> um, please follow the links um, below because you'll be able to contact Virginia, you'll be able to contact EWPN, and we can talk about any of these themes um, once again. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Mm.